Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of The Snob from the Projects. Happy Monday. It's the start to a new week. Um, It's the start to new opportunities, new blessings, new hopes and dreams. I hope you're doing well. I hope this podcast finds you well. Um, And I hope you enjoy the last episode. Um... On today's episode, um, I wanted to talk about money. Um, For some reason, when I was thinking about what I was going to talk about in the next podcast episode, money just kept coming on my mind. And I think that's just because um, I'm in a place right now where um, I don't have a lot of it. And you know, via social media and, you know, the world, um, when we discuss anything from relationships to, um, you know, acquiring money and success, there there just always seems to be a huge emphasis, especially from the outside, placed on money. Now, what's interesting about this is, for the first time in my life, um... I feel like this has been, you know, a time in my life where I've had the least amount of money ever. And, you know, oddly enough, I'm the happiest I've ever been. It's crazy how that works. But when you think about it, when I had the most money, I couldn't enjoy it because I was working two jobs. Uh, You know, I was running around, I was stressing, I was, you know, I never, I could never enjoy my money because, first of all, I always thought I was going to run out of it. And I, I, in retrospect, wasn't very intentional about how I was going to spend my money, like what I was doing with my money, why I was making the money. I was not intentional about it at all. So I would make a lot of money and then I'd, you know, spend it. Because if you think about, like, a work week, if you think about how, like, as society, we even, um, you know, our relationship as a society with productivity and money, you know, it's like, you work, you work, you work, you work, you work, you put all this emphasis on work and work and work and work and work and work. Sometimes just spending your money, at least in my case, I can't speak for everybody, but at least in my case, spending the money was just euphoria like it was euphoric to just spend my money on things that you know I couldn't buy when I was younger and I wasn't working and um I am a believer in God um so at this point in my life God is a huge hand in my life and you know he guides my steps and he you know sends me messages and um I have strong faith I'm a I'm a I'm a a man of faith and I truly believe that and have experienced God's um love in my life and his um favor over my life and it has helped me in a lot of ways and 
as I said in my last podcast, um, I recently broke my ankle. Um, not broke my ankle. I fractured my ankle um, slightly. And it was unexpected. Um, but I, prior to fracturing my ankle, I was in my first um, New York Fashion Week presentation. And um, this, for the past like week, you know, since I've been back home, I have just been idle. I've just been like listening to music. I've been reading. I've been catching up on my favorite shows, just binge watching, um, just relaxing, really been forced to sit down and like, you know, um, sit with my thoughts and with my goals and my dreams and my plans. And that's been very fruitful for me. But I've made money, you know, I've, there's been things that I've done and returns um, that I've gotten that have been financial gains that were unexpected. And I didn't do anything. I, you know, I, I, I don't, um, I know that um, money is always going to come to me. Um, I know that I am someone who has, you know, a lot of aspirations that are outside of money. And I believe it's purpose. And I move through this world very purposefully and strategically. And that has always um been more fruitful for me than anything you know they always say work um smarter not harder and i that strategy that way of living has really served me so i don't really worry about not ever seeing a dime ever again because i always know that i will but i wanted to recite a quote that i i looked up you know before i i recorded this podcast today because i was just looking for something i wanted to kind of pick a quote that um, could resonate with you as the audience and could leave you kind of with something to ponder on, something to think about. So the quote is, money is usually attracted, not pursued, by um, Jim Ron. And it really is so true. Um, I really do believe that your mind and your thoughts and what you believe, like what you truly, 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 truly believe is yours and is possible will come and find you. Um, money is a funny topic because like I said, there is such a huge emphasis on money. And, um, as someone who didn't grow up ever having a lot of money, I understand the importance of it. And I understand, you know, you know, how important it is to have money in your life. But um, I think what unfortunately is sad to me is that so many people close to me don't have the best relationship with money. Money is survival and they have to get it. They have to have it. And without it, like, they can't do anything and I know people who work so hard who've been working hard 
who've spent their lives working so hard and all of their moves, all of their decisions, all of their everything is money motivated. And I don't know, I used to think that was the way. I used to think that um, if you move through the world um, being money motivated, that that would change things. And it really, it doesn't. You know, there are millionaires like who you know i remember kevin hart talking about how he has a fear of going broke and the reason why he works so hard is because he's afraid that one day he'll look up and everything will be gone and don't get me wrong but i feel like that mindset i feel like everything is two prong i kind of um look at things through um, a dialect and I kind of can always see both sides of the situation and I do think that that mindset that hunger for more is um, is good I do think the hunger to to chase and to hunt what you want in life is vital because the world ain't you know it's it's a tough world and I do think that you have to have a mindset that says that you're going to go after what you want. But I also think that um, having a mindset that is constantly um, full of money leaving you is is what is called a lack mindset. And um, I know there's been a lot of talk, talk about if you're into like spirituality or anything, you know, there's been a lot of talk about having an abundant mindset and having a lack mindset. And um, I've really kind of fallen into having an abundant mindset, but I feel like I've always had somewhat of an abundant mindset. Um, I am what you would call like an eternal optimist. Sometimes I am optimistic optimistic to my detriment you know it's like what we call being delusional now like you know i remember i was watching an interview with sisa and she said that like she's always been delusional right and i don't know i I don't want people to miss uh misunderstand what delusional means because i think it's like all funny like when we say oh delusional like i'm delusional i find that to be the first to think of something to to think of yourself in a place that has never been um thought of before or maybe perceiving yourself to be in a place um that someone that looks like you has never been before you have to be a little bit delusional you have to be a little bit delusional um in order to to open up and expand your mind and put yourself in places that you've never seen before. I have always been a dreamer and um, I continue to dream. I think that's something that a lot of people, as they get older, they lose that. They don't dream as much. They become more and more uh, realists. And I'm also not uh, uh, void of that either because I battle with my own mind sometimes and I battle with um 
my own spirit and I battle with the things that the world tells me is possible for me and the things that people tell me are possible for me. And sometimes I have to really sit with myself and remind myself of, you know, like where I can go, where I have been and what is possible. And that never leads me astray. That never, ever leads me astray. But, um, you know, I have attached myself to um, God and his will and his way. And that has really served me in my life. And, you know, you know, God tells us not to have anxiety because that didn't come from him. That's not, he did not put that on our spirit. And um, just that shifting my mindset to remembering that has really, I can't even tell you, I can't even tell you how that's like shifted my life, how that shifted my money, how that shifted more importantly, my relationship with money. Um, the thing about faith is sometimes life will call you opportunities will call you and you're not ready you don't feel ready right like the last couple of months my life has changed in some of the most fruitful ways ever and i never had the right amount of money in my bank account ever right didn't i you know and i'm one i'm sorry i'm one to quit a job if it's not serving me anymore i if it's I really do believe that life is too short to invest your time into things that are not serving you anymore. Obviously, you have to be um, strategic and careful and realistic because, you know, obviously we need to work. We need money. Again, there's that paradigm. There's that double-edged side of it. Like, you need to work, right? You need to have some sort of income. But once you... I guess, pull yourself out of the rat race that says that you have to kill yourself to earn a living, your life really changes. But um, back to what I was saying, like my life the last couple of months, I've been I've been blessed with a lot of opportunities. Um, I recently um, got signed to um, a really fantastic modeling agency and um I've been just as a creative, I've been really able to do a lot of cool things with photographers and, you know, go to cool castings. And um, I had to really battle with my deep seated feelings of unworthiness and undeservingness. And we can talk about that in a different episode. But um, during those times when I had to, I guess, travel be it train um to whatever location and stay in hotels and whatever i didn't have the money i'm gonna be honest with you i did not have the money but i'm telling you guys like the way god works it just always worked out and i was always i always made a return on my investment if my if my investment was in that hotel room for the night i got my money back you know but um i just 
have to emphasize this enough. Um, I can't emphasize this enough that like, we don't have to kill ourselves to be successful or to be our version of what what successful is. Um, I think especially as, you know, black and brown people, we are raised with that idea. Um, my parents are immigrants who came here from Ghana and they had a dream and a vision for their children and their children's lives. Have they shared every single dream with us? No, but um, you know, they, they have a certain idea of what it means to to earn a living and to work and their relationship with work and with money and, um, you know, being an American with a completely different, you know, upbringing than my parents had, different dynamics than my parents had. It's, um, it's an interesting, um, journey. And a lot of my, my walk has had to be just me leaning on faith, me like stepping out and trying new things and, you know, really carving out a path for myself that is um, fruitful and amazing and fulfilling for me. And that's been my concentration in my life lately has just been carving out a path that has been fulfilling. But um, in the industry that I'm in, in industries that my friends are in um or whatever you know just in the world um i really see how money if you're not careful can be the root of all evil and um i was watching an interview uh guys if you once you get to know me you're gonna realize i watch a lot of interviews um i'm an interview nerd um, I used to watch The View. Fun fact, I used to watch The View in the sixth grade. In the sixth grade, I was watching The View. My favorite thing to do at night when everyone was asleep was cuddle up in my bed and watch The View. I just love Sherry Shepard and I loved Whoopi Goldberg. And Anyway, um, I was watching an interview with uh, Jay Balvin and he did an interview with uh, Angela Martinez. Um, and he was saying how you know people on the internet and in his on his instagram or whatever many of his followers they question him sometimes and they're like how are you spiritual and rich like how can you be a spiritual person and have a lot of money like how does that coincide how does that correlate and i think because the idea that money is the root of all evil, it's bled into a lot of our ideologies about money. And a lot of people don't think that you can be a good person and acquire mass amounts of wealth and um, financial stability. I mean, I see it with Beyonce all the time. I mean, people say she's part of the Illuminati and people say a lot of just crazy things about people who are who are rich. Now, I'm not taking that away. I'm not taking away the fact that there are people out there who do evil things for money. 
But um, I think that clinging on to that mindset of um, attaching such negativity to riches stifles your own ability to acquire wealth and financial growth because we're supposed to live abundantly. We're supposed to live happily. And I don't think, I think money is, and listen, this could be controversial, but I I think that money is a, is more of a concept than it is, you know, real. I think that you have to, I, for me, what helps me is I balance the notion that, you know, we live in a very real world, you know, we're, we're headed toward, we're very likely headed toward a recession. And I, I balance the notion that like, you need money to live, right? You need money to survive, pay bills, buy food, you know, acquire housing. Um, it's important to have, but on a from a from a from a philosophical spiritual plane is and I guess I'm just playing with extremes here, but like is playing is 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 emphasizing the importance of money, exacerbating the importance of money really a healthy thing to do. I say this because the people who I know in my life who are the happiest are purpose-driven, passion-driven people. The people who I look up to, thought leaders, you know, the James Baldwins, the Toni Morrisons um, of the world. Um, I love Jonathan Majors right now. I was just watching an interview with him too where um he kind of talked about this they i I was watching an interview with jonathan jonathan majors if you don't know who jonathan majors is he was on a wonderful show on hbo called lovecraft country um he recently got a lot of flack for being on the cover of essence and wearing um pink and what people deem to be flamboyant feminine colors um he's in the new creed with michael b jordan he's a fantastic actor he's one of my favorite actors um and he was in an he was in an interview where the interviewer asked him um have you ever picked a role for money ever like have you ever said i this needs to pay my bills and he said no and she goes ever and he goes no and I resonated really deeply with that because he is someone who exhibits artistic integrity and he he puts and he and he says I've always been broke. I've always been broke. So once you move like you you don't have money, it's easier to make decisions. You can weed out what actually makes sense for you in your life. What is aligned for you in your life and what isn't. And I I know 
I, I think there is two, there's so many different ways you could look at life. You, I, I look at it from the artistic perspective. Art has some, is something that has saved me so many times. Art is something that doesn't, has never left me. Art is something that is always there, whether it be through film, um, through dance, through painting, through drawing, through literature, through spoken word, through music. Oh my God, especially through music. But it's it's never left me. And that is how I look through, that is the lens that I look through to life. And there's some people who look at life from a very realist perspective and a very like black and white, you know, this or that. And, you know, we all have to walk through this world differently and whatever works for you works for you, whatever, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying my goal with this podcast and my, my sharing of these things is never to push anything on anybody. I'm just sharing my viewpoint. Um, but I, but I say all this to say that the people that I follow in my life have never been money driven. Um, there's a Bob Marley quote that I love where he says, he talks about possessions and money is a possession, right? Like, um, money, cars, you know, houses, shoes, bags, they're possessions. And, um, as I'm talking, I'm remembering why I even wanted to record this in the first place. Um, the other night I was sitting up late and I was thinking a lot about just my happiness and what I place happiness on and like my value and, um, my, my fantasy or like my dream verse reality scenarios. And I was sitting up and I was thinking about all the things that have happened to me in my life. Um, you know, like, I'm in a place, my life is so good right now. And I've done thing. I've done most of the things that I set out to do. And I'm not going to lie, lie, guys, like some days, as happy as I am, as, as much gratitude as I have, some days I'm not happy. And I was sitting up and I was like, why am I not happy? Like, this just happened. Like, why is it that I thought once I got this, I would be the happiest person ever? And I'm not as happy as I thought I would be. And I have this, I still struggle with this idea that like one day when I get that huge check and I get that huge breakout, whatever, that then I'll be happy. Then I can start my life. Like, even though my life is in progress <laughs> and things are happening in real time, I still have this idea that once I'm able to book a trip, fly all around the world, buy the nicest clothes, 
you know, do everything that I've ever desired, that that that's when my life really starts. I guess when I when I have full financial freedom, that's when my life will start. And I don't think having financial freedom will hurt me. I definitely think it'll help me in a lot of ways. But it's crazy how you acquire the material and I guess you, you feed into the flesh and you're not happy. And I guess that has forced me to um, go a little bit deeper and to look a little bit further in and really reassess my value system. What do I value in this world? What do I want out of my life? And what do I want to leave behind when I when I eventually leave this existence? Um, you know, like... <sighs> yeah. I always hear people talking about how, especially in the industry that I'm in, I always hear people talking about how um, they would do anything for a check. They would do anything for money. Um, I was watching something recently where a very popular um, entertainment blogger, I guess you could call him, was was saying that he has a price. He was saying that everybody has a price. Everybody has a price. Like, everybody has a price. And they were dropping numbers, and, you know, they were saying, if this person did this for this, and they offered you this amount, would you do it? And guys, like I said, I don't have a lot of money right now. Like, I'm not, by any means, someone who is financially wealthy, by any stretch of the imagination. I like to say that I'm currently uh, financially handicapped. And they were they were dropping huge numbers. And I was really sitting there. And I was like, would I... If someone offered me a certain amount of money to do X, would I do it? And guys, I'm really sitting there and I'm like, no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't do it. And I, I think I even paused the TV when I was watching this. And I really had to sit with myself and be like, would I really ever disgrace myself for a check? Because don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm holier than thou and da 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 No. I've, have I thought about it? Absolutely. Have I thought about making a clap and jiggle for a check? Absolutely. Have I, have I thought about... Huh, doing some favors for for some check for some money absolutely i will sit here right now and tell you right now i have i have thought about it i'm a human being i'm trying to survive like everybody else yes i have but um like everybody else you know i have done things in my life that I'm not proud of. 
and um, the thing about doing things behind closed doors that are not necessarily quote unquote good is that even if you don't get found out, even if no one ever knows, you have to live with that for the rest of your life. And that is worse to me than even being found out. I have to live with that for the rest of my life. So if, if I acquire a house by doing X, sure, I get the lavish house, but I can't even, when, when, when a year goes by, when two years goes by, when five years go by and I'm living in this fabulous house, I can't sit there and say that I even got the house myself. I cannot sit on my integrity on my on my laurels and and say that I got the house myself. I will always have to remember what I did to get that house. Um and to me, I don't ever want someone to be able to say this is why he got that or he did this. I try my hardest to be a man of my word. I try. Have I lied before? Yes. Have I cheated before? Absolutely. Um, but I try to be someone who is a man of his word. Because if I can't trust myself, how can I expect A, to trust somebody else and B, for someone to trust me? You know, like... I, I I truly am a strong believer that reciprocity is if you if you reap right, you will you know, if you if you sow right, you will reap right. And that's priceless. Your word is your bond and, and that's everything. I try to be a man of my word. And if I'm going, if, if all, and honestly, if, if all of your morals, all of your integrity, all of your everything is going to go out of the window for a dollar, I don't think I even want to be around you. I don't trust you. Cause right there, you just told me you have a price. I, I, I. I personally just think that, um, again, based on your perspective, based on your relationship, based on um, a lot of things, money can be your God and it can be a negative influence and source in your life. Or it could be something that just on this earth, on this fleshly, earthly existence can be something that sustains you. I think about doing simple things with my money. Like, you know what? I'm going to go buy a sandwich. I'm going to go get me an acai bowl. I'm going to go see a movie. You know, I'm going to take this money and travel. I'm going to... I think that money, if you maintain a beautiful relationship with it, can do amazing things for you. Um, you know, I'm going to give this dollar to this guy who wants a soda. 
one of my favorite things to do when I lived in New York for school was, um, I was, I was a broke college student. I'm still a broke, um, or I should say financially handicapped man. But one of my favorite things to do was just to give back if I could, right? Like, hey, like, I'm outside this pizza shop. This guy can't afford to buy food. Buy him a meal. Buy him a meal. Just get him some food. Because he can't do it. And I can. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've just, I've seen people, I've seen and witnessed people do crazy things for money. And I just have to say, those are the unhappiest people I've ever encountered. They're unhappy. Because they don't really have any source or any purpose. They're just lodged and caught up in the rat race. And um, yeah, that's a sad place to be. So again, guys, I just want to end with the quote. Money is usually attracted, not pursued. This was my rant about money. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something from it. Thank you again for listening to The Snob from the Projects. This is Edward, and I'll catch you guys next time. Bye.